Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, this is Natalie Jean, Natalie Jean, yes, it's Chatting with Nat, and today we have the honor of having blues singer Lady D. Lady D was born in the coal fields of Cabin Creek in West Virginia. She has six CDs to her credit, including her newest and most recently released Disturbing My Peace, her original song, Go Higher, was the winner of the national competition for the best Obama inaugural song. As a result, she and her band Mission performed at the Obama for Change inaugural ball in Washington, D.C. in January 2009. Very impressive. Lady has become well known for her original one-woman stage play titled The Lady and the Empress. It is based on the life and music of blues legend Bessie Smith. She also wrote a spinoff to the show called Bessie's Blues, an abbreviated version of the original show. The majority of Lady D's performances are as as a duo with keyboard or guitar, but also with her four-piece band, Mission. She has been opening. She has been an opening act for soul legends, the OJs, and performed with prominent blues artists such as Johnny Rawls and Bruce Cutt. She's honored to have represented the Washington, D.C. Blues Society at the 2018 International Blues Challenge in Memphis, Tennessee, as frontman for the Rogue Johnson Trio. Lady D is also a visual artist specializing in fabric and canvas paintings, and she has authored one book of poetry, Appalachian Blues Speak. Let's give a round of applause for Lady D. Hi, Lady D. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still surviving. <laughs> How have, and I ask everybody this question because I have to, because it's been a crazy almost two years now, or six years, however. Um, how have you been doing during this pandemic? You know, I have actually been thriving in this pandemic. Uh, you know, when it first, uh, when things first shut down last year, I was like, oh, my God, you know, what am I going to do? You know, all the gigs dried up, and um, there was no money <laughs> to be <laughs> coming in anywhere, nothing that I could see. And then I just uh, I started painting. I started uh, painting on canvas. I had been painting mm. shirts and things like that for quite a while, but I'd never done a painting. And so I, I did one, and uh, I just uh, I put it out there online just to see what people thought about it, and all of a right. sudden everybody's, wanting paintings. And so what? I spent all of twenty twenty painting. <laughs> wow. That is awesome. So that helped a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean if you're uh, yeah. I mean if you're painting you should make tea I mean, there's so many ways that you can paint. Obviously you can paint on canvas, but you can also paint on T shirts. You can create art that represents your music as well. That's actually a very cool, good tool to have. So congratulations on that. Um, let me well, tell thank you. you. Yeah, I had fun with that. One door, one door closes, another one opens. In the sense of 
pandemic hit and you're just like, okay, what am I going to do now? And all of this, boom, bam. People are like, oh, I have a painting by Lady D. And what's great about well, I was determined. Mm-hmm. I was determined not to sit around and just, you know, dwell on the <laughs> pandemic and all the bad things going on. But, of course, you can't help but, you know, hear what's happening in the world. But right. that was really a, a good release for me, and it helped me to, you know, express a lot of things that I needed to say that I couldn't do musically right. at the time. So, yeah, it's it's been a, a, a real blessing. I mean, and the other thing that's great is art is very valuable. Uh, people always need art on their wall, so good for you. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You didn't sit around and you were just like, okay, what am I going to do now? I'm, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to reinvent myself. Right, right. The fabric and all this stuff. Fantastic. I love it. Um, so how did you get started? Um in the music industry? Well, since I was like three years old, that's all I've ever wanted to do was sing. Oh, wow. And I didn't realize it was an industry until I was probably in my 20s. <laughs> I just thought, um, you decide this is what you're going to do, and right. when you grow up, that's what you automatically become, you know. <laughs> oh. And uh, then I, I realized, you know, that, you get you can get paid for doing that too. So you know that was a whole different mindset that I had to have. Right. Um, you know, first starting out professionally, that you know I had to stick around and get paid and make sure they pay me good. You know, <laughs> yeah. and um, it's it's been a, a rough, however many years. I won't say how many. But <laughs> it's you know it's it's been. Uh, not all up, so there's been a lot of downs to it, but I love what I do, and I never want to do anything else. You know, Of course, I've added some things in there. I love to act and, um, of course, paint, and um, I promote music events. I've done festivals, organized festivals, directed plays. Um, so I do pretty much everything in the entertainment industry, you know, other than I haven't been in the, well, I have been in the movie, uh, but uh, <laughs> I've done just about everything. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, that shows that you have a lot of gumption. shows that you're not willing to stop. It shows that you're an empowered woman. You're just like, I can do more than what I'm doing right now. So. Um, oh, yeah, I'm not finished at all. I appreciate that. There's always so much more to do. Well, I think what people don't realize in the music industry, I mean, there's so many different avenues where we can use our music. I mean, you can, so one of the things, I think always come up for me when I'm talking to people on the podcast, like one of the things you could do is pair pair your art with your music. So if you were to create right. a, a piece of work that went, around, went, went, went along with one of your songs, you could have an art gallery showing and your music playing and say, this song goes with this song. You know what I mean? It's, there's so much. You read my mind. Listen, (laughs) I'm always, I'm always (laughs) trying to think outside the box. Um, One of the ladies I spoke to, and it's because of her actually, because she said that what she did is that she took uh, a couple of her singles. She created a a, a lipstick line and each, each lipstick represents one of her singles. And I thought that was so inventive. And so when people wow. think, yeah, isn't that really cool? 
And so now yeah. when I hear people talking, I'm like, well, you do art and then you could pair your music with your art. And I would think, I think that would be phenomenal. I mean, you could do videos with it as well with your artwork and your music and do a video and all that. Then after that, you could create a wine that when people sit back, they look at your art <laughs> while they're listening to your music. Damn, that is a package right there. Think about it. <laughs> you got it all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> a, I mean, can't you just visualize it? Somebody sitting back. Well, you know, I hadn't thought about the wine aspect, yeah. but now that you brought that up, yeah, that's that's a good idea. Lady D wine, I'm all into it. I'm all into it. I'm gonna sit back, <laughs> listen to your music while I'm looking at your painting, sipping on some red wine. That is just, oh, I love, I'm getting goosebumps, you know, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> you you got to do it. You got to do it. Um, I love that. I lo- oh, my God. There's so much that you can do. Uh, I, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see. I'm just, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to see what's in the future for you because I think that would, I think that would explode. I really think that would explode. Well, I'll keep you updated on that. But, yeah, some of those things are have definitely been on my mind. Yeah, and, you um, should do it. You should definitely do it. Um. How would you describe your music? Now, I know I know you're a blues artist, but how would you describe your when you write? Well, you know, I got the the title of being a, a blues singer from my Bessie Smith show, okay. and uh, it's funny because here in, of course, I'm in West Virginia, and um, my son actually gave me the name West Virginia's First Lady of Soul mm. years ago. And so that kind of stuck. And um, he said, well, soul will cover it all. So if you want to do blues, you know, R&B, whatever. And I do a lot of reggae. So I do right. a lot of, you know, different genres. And I really don't categorize myself as a blues singer okay. unless I'm doing a blues show. Right. <laughs> I just like to sing good music. And a lot of it happens to be blues. I love blues. Um, but I do a lot of R&B and, like I said, reggae, and I do some jazz, and I just love good music with good lyrics. And so, yeah. Um, I mean. Yeah, I don't know well, how you categorize that. <laughs> well, you know what? For me, because I'm also a multi-genre artist, um, and I've done blues and I, and jazz. I mean, my first love has always been jazz, and I adore the blues. Um it's it's so funny when you do so many genres. People will ask you. I had somebody ask me, so which which genre do you do? And I said, well, I'm multi-genre. It's like, no, what what genre do you do? I said, I'm multi-genre. And I said, because you got to pick a genre. I said, no, I don't. I said, you know, I'm an artist. I create, and a lot of people want you to be like a specific thing. So, you know, yeah. most recently I've been involved. I've been writing for the Americana genre because in Americana. You can have blues, you can have jazz, um, you can have so many diverse genres within that one genre. But I still write for other uh, genres because I'm trying to make money. You know, in this music industry, <laughs> it's not just about, oh, I'm going to go on stage and perform and release a CD. I want my music to be in link, sync, licensing, TV, commercials, all. I want it all over the place. You know, the, the right. music industry is so vast. I think. Uh, the mindset of people need to open more in regards to how artists can make money. It's not just about touring and performing. Yeah, you can make a little bit of money. Obviously, if you have a big tour, you can make a lot of money, but the money is like sinking licensing. 
Um, have you tried to get your music into film television? I'm sure you've tried that. Uh, yeah, that was um, what was happening right before things shut down. And uh, the company that I was working with, you know, I've sent them the new CD. So, you know, I'm just waiting to see what they can make happen for me. I mean, and blues, I think blues works well in a lot of things. Documentaries, commercials, I mean, television shows and stuff like that. Um, It's amazing during this pandemic, um, I was teleworking and um, I got to learn a lot this one woman on this the app clubhouse uh, she gave a lot of tidbits on getting your music into licensing and film and what people are looking for and it's a lot of work i think people need to realize this music game is no joke it's a lot of work you have to hustle That's true yeah it is 24 7 27 and when you're doing everything yourself mm, it's even worse um yeah that's what? the thing with me i'm doing everything myself <laughs> yeah you and I are in the same category, and there are days where I'm just like, oh, I don't know what this music thing. Um, I'm like, cause, you know, <laughs> we have to be on every single platform. You have to post every single day. Sometimes you're like, I don't know what to say today, <laughs> but I'm going to say something. And now, you know, they throw in a TikTok on you, and TikTok's not bad. <laughs> you have to have time for it. Yeah, I'm sure I've got that on my list of things to figure out is TikTok. <laughs> so the thing is, so let me tell you. So I, I'm on TikTok, and I have two kittens, so I have them on there. But I also use my own music because I'm tired of pushing somebody else's music. So, you know, if and it's based on what the song is about. I'll do something about that, um, and I have to do more. But, yeah, TikTok is a great place if you, you know, if you have a message, if you want to be silly, if you just want to introduce yourself to other people. And the videos can only be one minute. So if you take an hour or 30 minutes of your time, just do, just talk into the video <laughs> and say, hey, I'm Lady Um, You know, so, but how do you manage all your other um, social media platforms? How do I'm sorry I couldn't hear. How, how do you manage all your social media? Um, very carefully. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh Facebook my is the one that I guess I'm most comfortable with, and I'm on that like 24/7. And you know I'm always getting dings on my phone. I just have to turn it down to make sure that I didn't you know um, interrupt what we were talking about here, but. Uh, Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is still uncomfortable, but I try to post on Twitter at least once or twice a week, uh, which I know I need to do more with that. But those are the three platforms that I mainly deal with. Like I said, I've I've got to figure out TikTok, and I haven't done the Snapchat thing yet. Um, There's just too much out there. And for somebody like me who I feel like, you know, I'm technically – challenged (laughs) it's hard to learn these things and get it to where I can be effective with it you know like during the the pandemic I had to go out and buy one of those ring lights and I got the whole um, (laughs) webcam set up and everything to do Facebook live and, and all that and so that was a whole new deal there and 
you know, I felt like I was going back to school or something. It's like, you know, I didn't sign up for all this. <laughs> you know, you have to stay relevant. You have to stay in front of people. I couldn't just, you know, sign off until the pandemic is over. <laughs> I understand. You're preaching to the choir. I bought one of those ring lights way in the beginning of the pandemic. Um, why is it still standing and I still haven't plugged it or tried to use it? Because <laughs> yes, I'm like that. Um, there's just too much going on. I mean, I've done a bunch of live streams without it. And I've been lucky that I haven't needed it, but I'm going to have to start using it with the lighting and all that stuff. I guess people just don't understand, especially in the pandemic. We had to come up with all kinds of get all kinds of gadgets so that we could look nice yeah. on, on camera and um, and try to figure out how to use those things. It's just it's just crazy. Our business is crazy. Now I am going to play your song. Karma is a bitch. Tell me what that's about, about Karma. Well, that was one of those songs that came out of the pandemic itself. Now, like I said, when the pandemic first hit, when things shut down, um, my band, we were getting ready to go into the studio to do uh, my next CD, and it was going to be all blues. And uh, then, you know, after things started happening, George Floyd and Ahmaud right. Arbery, and I'm, you know, seeing all this happening on the news, and it's like every day, something that's happening, I just had to switch gears and just let whatever needed to come out, come out. And the art was a lot, um, a, a big part of that. And um, the mm-hmm. city that this song is from called Disturbing My Peace. Mm-hmm. And that was what the name of the blues CD was going to be, Disturbing okay. My Peace. But that's a totally different song. So I rewrote the song, Disturbing My Peace. Okay. And, um, the artwork, I don't know if uh, you've seen, well, if you've seen the CD cover, mm-hmm. the artwork that's on the CD cover is my painting. It was one of the first paintings that I did last year, and it's called Disturbing My Peace. And so that sort of um, inspired Karma is a Bitch and the song Disturbing My Peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like a conglomerate of everything that was happening everything that was going on and things that I was seeing on the news because I'm not a news person. And last year was the first time I really sat down and watched the news right? and watched the news and watched the news. <laughs> <laughs> so this, um, this was what came out of me watching the news and, you know, really taking in all the terrible things mm-hmm. that were happening. All righty. Well, we're going to have a word from our sponsor, and then we'll play the song. Hi, it's Jordan. And Madison. And we're Jay Madison out of Nashville, Tennessee. We'd love to tell you about B-Squared Management, artist services by artists for artists. Get your press, branding, single release, and sync success plan now at bsquaredmgmt.com. And listen up to our latest single, Down, now on Spotify. Revolution in the streets 
church are praying on the weekend for Instead of praying on their knees Some people don't believe the sky is blue Don't believe the world is round Self-righteousness has replaced the golden rule And there's fake news all around Oh, but you know the system is a fraud But karma is a bitch and she works for God church today, and another one in the school, husbands and sons getting shot down in the street, but they tell you everything is cool, oh it don't pay to be a black or a brown man, cause your life Means nothing at all Who does it benefit to live in fear and hate And hide behind a wall Oh, but you know the system is a fraud But karma is a bitch and she works for God Judgment Day Like it's just for somebody else There ain't no big or little thing For you speak you better check yourself What goes around showing up does come around You're gonna reap just what you sow If you don't believe, just wait a while In the end, you'll surely know Oh, but you know the system is a fraud But karma is a bitch and she works for God Karma is a bitch and she works for God Oh, and you know the system is a fraud But karma is a bitch
I love it. Karma is a bitch and she works for God. She that does. is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, love it, love it, love it. Now, throughout your entire career, you know, as a female artist, you know, what have, what are the challenges that you have faced, if any? <laughs> well, you know, there's always challenges. And, uh, you know, I was just talking to somebody this morning about getting back out there. It's like my band, we just had our first um, live performance last Saturday okay. since the pandemic. And I realized I was the only female on this lineup of uh, bands and and uh I was asked to be on the on the show okay and even you know right before things shut down I spent all of 2019 I, I tried to take a new approach and uh do three days a week I would spend four hours straight just trying to book book shows hmm. and events and things like that and so it it really paid off you know we were really busy uh, in 2019, and then everything shut down. But I realized, you know, and this goes way back, you know, as a female, and when you're dealing with bars especially and restaurants and things like that, you always have to prove yourself beforehand, you know, right. if they haven't heard of you before, you know, and I've even gone into places and, and you know, asked, well, you have live music here, I have a band, and we'll sing something. Uh, like they're on the spot, you know. <laughs> Prove that you can. <laughs> wow. And and not wanting to pay, you know, my band as much as they would pay, like an all male band. I mean, it's you know just different things that just irk at you, <laughs> eat at you, mm-hmm. um, that you know some other bands are not dealing with. Plus, I'm like one of the only bands that. Plays, I don't want to say actual blues, but yeah, actual blues um, here in the state. And uh, of course, I'm a, I'm a black female. That's another thing right. that makes it hard here in West Virginia because the population is here is less than three percent black population in West Virginia, and so there's not really uh, that much of a market for yeah. blues and even R&B, but um, I feel like you know I'm I've made a lane for myself right here and so it's sometimes it's hard not to just jump at the easy gigs you know that are that are cheap but you know they're not far away so you know let's just go ahead and take something for this weekend or or whatever and 2020 got me over that and so now you know I, I can say no to a lot of things it's just not going to be worth it and um it, it, 2020 changed my outlook on a lot, and um, you know even some of the obstacles that I feel like had been in place before. I don't want to look at those as being obstacles now, but um, just you know things that need to challenge me because I want to do more. Um, you know I'm I feel so blessed and grateful that you know I survived 2020. So many people didn't. You know, and I told myself I'm going to do even more, you know, if we get through this, we get to the place where, you know, I'm fully vaccinated now, so I feel less comprehensive uh, about, you know, going out in crowds and things like that. You know, I'm still doing the mask 
thing, but, you know, it's like the sky's the limit for me. You know, I've got more years behind me than ahead, so I feel like I don't have anything to lose by right. just showing up and showing out every time I get a chance to. <laughs> I hear you. Um, so how do you, so my perspective on things in regards to playing out is like I refuse to play shows where I'm background music. I, I can't do it. You know, there's TV mm. and people are talking loud, blah, 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 blah. I, I can't do it. Right. It too much to make money, I mean, to make music. It costs too much to get the band together. I just can't sit or sing in an environment where all that noise is going on. And one of my favorite performers of all time is uh, Nina Simone. And I love her because she would tell people to sit down and be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. She's like she's performing, and and I adore her for that. And she she was a very strong woman, very talented woman, but she you know she stood for for what she believed in, and she's like I'm an yeah. artist. I do that. This takes a lot. Gotta listen. So what do you think about the the playing in venues where there's TVs and there's noise versus a, a, a performance where they're actually going to listen to you and watch you? And, and, and adore well, your I, I don't do those anymore. Okay. <laughs> uh, even, you know, right before, you know, things shut down, I sort of, I I gave up on bars and those kind of places. I don't play them. You know, I'll do uh, restaurants if mm-hmm. it's a special type of thing that's going on. But I just, I gave up on those things a while back. And I don't do places where they're smoking because I can't right. stand, stand cigarette smoke, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of, you know, set the bar on that. But um, like I said, 2020 just made me realize a whole lot of things, and so now there's even more things to mark off my list, you know, <laughs> that I don't need to do. You know, I'm not a star. You know, I hate to turn down money, but some money is not worth it, you know, so that's the way I'm looking at it now. And, yeah, I want all of your attention when I'm out there Thank doing you. what I do because, um, yeah, I mean, and they don't, people don't realize, especially when you've got a full band, too, you know, everybody's got to pack up their instruments and right. you have to rehearse before you do it and then you got to drive however many miles and then you got to, you know, sometimes wait when you get there on sound checks and, mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And then you have to get up there and act like you're just fresh as a daisy, you know, <laughs> you start. That is so true. Yeah. You go up there and you're like, yeah, I'm sing this song for you right here. Um, after I've done all this stuff, getting everything together. So I'm glad you agree with me on that one. I mean, cause yeah. <laughs> everything that we do um what is your um writing process like in the sense of you know how do you come up with a song and obviously the last song that that karma is a bitch which is great you know you you took some things for what happened in the past couple years um but how do you just write a song and and how do you deal with uh, writer's block if you get it yeah, I get writer's block um, quite a bit, actually. Like mm. I said, that CD was supposed to originally be an all-blues CD, and right. I had all the tunes written for that uh, in March of last year was when we were supposed to go in the studio. Then the shutdown came, and and I thought, well, okay, well, I'll I'll keep writing. Then And I couldn't 
nothing would come to me. And like I said, painting, I started painting to sort of get my mind off the writing, too, and not being able to really write anything else um, blues-related, in the blues vein. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I started watching the news, and the songs just started coming out of the news. Mm -hmm. And and what I normally would do like that, I didn't try to force anything. I would, you know, I'd get an idea, like karma is a bitch. Of course, I was always saying karma is a bitch. But then, um, <laughs> and then something came to me. I couldn't tell you when, but I thought to myself, and you know, karma works for God. You know, and I thought, oh, okay, I got to use that. Karma right. is a bitch and she works for God. So I had to come up with something around that. And then, um, like I said, just what was in the news was really pushing me, and I would, you know, write a line here and a line there, right. and uh, I wouldn't force it. But normally, before that, when I was doing a lot of love songs and things like that, I could just, you know, pick a subject. Me and my keyboard player, right. he had this thing where he would give me an idea. He'd say, write a song about this, and so I'd write a song about it, and it was just, like, easy to do. And we would come up with something, but you know, during the the pandemic, uh, all the blues tunes just went out the window except two of them uh, that actually made the the CD. And um, these songs basically just came to me, and I just you know let them flow, which is why there's only eight tunes on the CD because I was going to do fifteen on the blues CD. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to kind of scale back or take another year before I would, you know, put another CD out. Mm, mm, mm. Listen, I feel you. I feel you. We're going to play Disturbing My Peace right now. Hold on, hold on.
The Constitution is just an illusion. Things are getting out of hand. Sexism, ageism, racism. Welcome to the new Jim Crow. Homelessness and unemployment. They want to let your health care go. Don't take a knee, don't take a stand, don't you demand, don't you act too smart. Shut up and dribble, please don't quibble, don't upset the alcohol card. need to go down on like a laundry list of stuff and then and then all just fell into place. <laughs> and, and how you know that song is um really a social impact message song. And one of my things is that um you know I released the social impact message album last year and you know my new thing is like that's what I want to do. I want to do message songs because I think they're very important and listening to that song, there's a lot of things that people can learn from. You know, you're not necessarily trying to change somebody's mind, but you're trying to give them a visual of what other people are going through. And, you know, could they right. be in the, could they walk in those shoes? So is it important for you now, after you've seen everything, you've been through everything, to write more about songs, about uh, what's going on in the world? Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel the same way. And um, you mentioned Nina Simone. I loved her. Too, and I, I've seen a lot of interviews with her, uh, you know, and, and I feel like you know, she was absolutely right. You know, as an artist, you have a responsibility to speak on what's going on. Um, you have a, a an art that you can use. You know, people are more willing to accept some messages that are in songs, you know, and on film than they are, say, from a politician or, uh, you know, somebody on the news. Uh, telling you that this is what happened, 
here, you know, I think music and art can make such an impact and impression on people's brains that you have to use it, you know, use your power for good, you know, right. <laughs> to not necessarily, like you said, change anybody's mind, but keep letting them know this is happening. It may not be happening to you, but this is happening to somebody, you know, and maybe you'll think about that. If you like the song, you know how you get songs stuck in your head and you sing it, and then one day you realize what the words are saying, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that if we can make a difference with our music, we should. Um, I think it's very important. You know, I think sometimes, you know, the world that's listening to the radio, um, gets they get tired of the same stuff over and over and over again. I mean, I like music that makes me think. You know, more and more when I'm listening to the radio, um, I also, I always uh, try to really listen to the lyrics. Because I, I always like to see, well, how did they get to that point? Why did they use that word? Oh, that's an interesting way to do things. Um, because I want to mm-hmm. see, I want to see the soul of the artist in their music, you know. And we right. all want to start, and we want to be on Billboard, and we want to win awards, and we want to get nominated, and we want this and that. Um, but we also have to think about, you know, how can we make a difference in this world? And you can make a difference with love songs. Because there's plenty of love out there and there's plenty of breakups out there that you can write about. Um, But I think in our world today and the things that we've seen in the past six years. (laughs) um, Yeah. (laughs) There's so much we can do um, in regards to healing with our music. You know. Um, What is the biggest thing that you've learned um, while being in the music industry? I think that music is, like I said, is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, as an artist, well, I'll separate the two. I won't say as an artist. As You start out being just a singer. Right. And you want to get all the notes right. You know, and you want to remember all the words and things like that. But in the end, it's like Maya Angelou says, it's, uh, people will remember how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while, you know, when people started giving me feedback on how they felt, that's when I realized this is really powerful because, you know, I'm thinking, oh, God, I missed that note in here, you know, that I was going to do. And, you know, <laughs> and I said the wrong words there and but they didn't catch all that they just realized you know how it made them feel that's what they were concerned about oh my goodness so that was a big lesson to me to stop overthinking you know (laughs) when i'm on stage you know and and doing um especially new songs because i'm always afraid to do a new song for the first time because i'm thinking i'm going to forget the words and things, but now I just, you know, if I get something, I have to throw something else in there, or, <laughs> or sometimes I'll just stop and say, you know, I forgot the words here. Let's start this over. You know. Oh my god! You know uh, what? I'm not looking for perfection now. I'm just, you know, want to progress. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. You know what I do? If I normally, if I'm performing and it's usually at a jazz jazz place, and I usually perform like a three hour gig. Um, now I forget some of the lyrics. I mean, sometimes I have the lyrics in front of me, but um, I'll make up stuff. They don't know. Mm-hmm. 
You're just that place. <laughs> yeah, I'm. <laughs> there is no perfection. It's, it's it's real life. It's real life. We can't make or remember everything. It's great if you're an artist. Lyrics, but as time goes by, mm, that doesn't happen. I know that I've taken songs, two songs of mine, and just mixed them together. And I'm like thinking while I'm singing it, no, that's not the lyrics of that song. But hey, they don't. Know. Let me just keep singing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta do your thing. You gotta be happy, and you gotta do your thing. And as long as you're, you have love in your heart. That's what you're giving out. That's what they're going to receive. Um, right. What What is the one quote that you like to live by? Um, well, um, there's a place here, it's an art gallery, an art center, music venue, and they've been really good to me, and uh, I perform there at least once or twice a year, every year since I've been living in Beckley, and they put a, a picture of me on a, I don't know what you call it, it's not a poster, but it's a big, um, I don't know, but it's there in the one of the walkways. Okay. <laughs> and they asked for a quote to put on there. Oh. <laughs> and this has been years ago that they did that, but it's it's still there. And I I think to myself, I still um, feel like you know I live by this, and this is how I feel. I when I leave this world, I want people to remember why I was here. Oh. And so I like that's. What I want to be able to do is do things and leave music that people will remember me. I don't want um, I don't want there to be a last time that my name will be spoken. You know, and so I just want to be remembered as somebody who tried to do something good or leave something good. You, you and I are in the same mindset when it comes to that because I, I, you know, I changed my whole branding thing and I'm like, I want to be in a, an effective player in it in life. I want people to say, oh, she did that or at least she tried to do that. So um, uh, I love the fact that you, you're, you're doing the same thing. You want to be remembered for doing something. Amen to that. Um, well, thank you so much for being on Chatting with Nat. It has been my honor. Uh, to get you to know you more and to know how brilliant well, thank you, you for having me. Because um, you're awesome. Uh, and don't forget about the idea. Wine, music, painting. <laughs> Love it. You got to do it. Because definitely, I'll be, definitely. I will purchase the package. I will purchase the and package. And like I said, I will stay in touch with you. Yeah, you'll yes. get the first bottle when that happens. Yes. <laughs> I have to be the first one. We we did this we did this together. It's all yours, but you know you gotta tell me first before you tell your children. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually there's a winery here that I play at okay. quite often. <laughs> yes, and now I'm gonna have to run that by them. That they'll have to come up with a special wine. <laughs> what? Call them today. There are plenty of places where you can create your own wine. You actually can get do it. Let me tell you. Do it, and then mm. when you perform at the winery, oh, yeah, this is even is easy. When you perform at the winery, if they could have one of your pieces up, or you can put it on an easel, and then somebody can drink this, and then you play a specific song. Oh God! <laughs> Listen, I'm creating a new. My wheels are turning now too. <laughs> <laughs> 
listen, I'm dead serious. This is stuff. Nobody's nobody's doing this, man. We need to. We, you know, as artists, we always have to reinvent ourselves and create something new. I'm telling right, you, right? Do this. Wait, wait, listen. And then you're gonna. And then when you do your speeches, you're gonna say, "Well, you know, I was on chatting with Nat, and Natalie said, <laughs> do this, and that's why we're here. And I'm a multimillionaire. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, give give me a couple of months. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm giving you a couple of months. Um, but let me tell you, this this will blow up. This will blow up. Art. It's art. I think you're right. In a new fashion, and you're going to do well with it. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> well, I hope you have a great rest of the week. And yeah, let's definitely keep in touch. I'd love to have you on the Instagram live someday um so you can do a little something maybe sure. could, yeah you could sing on there do something um i think that would be awesome and then we can discuss where you're at with the wine arch combo <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm gonna be on you well I, <laughs> well I would love to and thank you so much for having me on this is great oh thank you and you have an awesome awesome day you too all right. Now that was blue singer, artist. I mean, she's amazing. Painter, soon to be wine creator. She is awesome. <laughs> you need to follow Lady D. It has been an honor to have her on my show, chatting with Nat. Until next time. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.